Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza, Tony, Adam, and Crystal. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hey. Guys, don't sound so excited. Tomorrow's a big day, right? Uh, Oh, tomorrow. It's a huge day. It's the biggest day. Happy Father's Day, Tony. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day, Tony. Thank you. Happy Father's Day. But we're not here to indulge Tony. What we're here to do is talk about something super important, which Tony is going to tell us about, because it's not like he's been doing anything all day except laying on the couch. So, Tony, what's new? Uh, Not much is new, but, you know, it is Father's Day, and I would like to say that there is a 50% chance that I am the father of both my children. Um, (laughs) So I'm celebrating for at least one of them. Wait, I just have to tell you something. Okay, the kids the kids look like a mix of both of you. That they is, really do. But they look more like your wife, I'm not going to lie. It's been a really long day. But Tony is actually going to tell us why it's been such a long day. But aren't you, right. Tony? Uh, those of us who are travel agents, uh, which is everyone on this call except Adam, we are gearing up for 7 o'clock tomorrow morning because that is the de- debut of Disney's new park reservation system. Uh, if prior performance is any indication... The system will go live at 7 and will have crashed by 7.03. Um, But we... Womp, womp, womp. We are going to cross our fingers and hope that it stays up. Uh, So in the old days, uh, which is back in March, you only had to have a park ticket in order to get into the park. As we know, in the post-COVID era, that has changed. And Disney has now added a new layer of complexity onto things. And that is called the park reservation system or park pass system. Uh, And what that requires is that you have to not only have a, a ticket. So your, your ticket media to get into the park, uh, but you also have to reserve your park pass for that day. And at seven o'clock tomorrow, anyone who has a Disney resort reservation uh, or a reservation at a select partner hotel um, will have the availability Uh, or opportunity to log into the system and make your park pass reservations for the remainder of 2020. Now, not only do you have to have your hotel reservation, but you do have to have a valid park ticket. Um, Disney at this time is not, as we know, they've um, suspended uh, the sale of park tickets. So if you don't have a park ticket, you're kind of uh, uh, SOL, as the kids say uh, right now. Uh, So for the next four days, you will have the... um, opportunity to make your park pass reservations disney while it is not live yet disney said that there will be a uh, an interactive calendar that will show you availability of the parks on certain days through on well on every day throughout the year and that it would be color-coded so that you would know high availability medium availability or no availability Uh, and we are waiting for that to go live uh, probably at 659 Uh, and 59 seconds tomorrow Um, on June 26th annual pass holders without a resort stay can begin to make their 2020 reservations annual pass holders are allowed to reserve up to three days at a time uh, for their park pass reservations and then on June 28th anyone who has an existing ticket without a Disney reservation can make their reservations for 2020 um, now you want to know about 2021, which is a little bit of a different story. Um, 2021 packages are going to be released on the 24th 
And beginning on the 24th, you will be able to make your 2021 park reservations up to September 26th of 2021. So we don't know what's happening after that date. We don't do know that there are two events around that date. One of them is the end of Disney's fiscal year. So we don't know if the system is tied into the fiscal year or the other event happens to be the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort property. Um, so, you know, either one of those events could be the reason that they are only taking the park pass reservations up until that time. Uh, there are a couple of caveats with this program, uh, and that is that park hopping, uh, at least for the remainder of 2020 in this initial version of the park pass system, uh, park hopping will not be allowed. If you do have it attached to tickets on a package, that money will be refunded. Uh, if you have it on a ticket without a package or a reservation uh, in one of the Disney Resort hotels, I'm assuming that you would need to stop at guest services when you get to the park, um, you know, to, to take care of any type of refund or uh, price adjustment that needs to be done. So that is all of the exciting news. Um, you know, th there's still some questions that we have as travel agents. Uh, as I said, none of us have seen this system. Um, we will know by like 7.05 tomorrow what this is like. Um, and uh, hopefully it's a smooth thing. What What do you guys think about this? I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. Because you think it's going to crash or just because it looks pretty straightforward. To me, when I saw the slides and the meeting we had, it looked a lot like um, making a fast pass, basically. Except now you're just making it for the park. So these park reservations, they can be made anytime in 2020 for like the entire entirety of 2020. Or are we like 60 days in advance, 180 days in advance? You will what, be able what are we to looking? 2020, the remainder of 2020, based on those three June dates that were given out, and in 2021, when that goes live in the system, you will be able to make your reservations up to September 26th. So it's not a 60-day window. It's not a 180-day window. You know, if you thought doing your dining reservations six months out was kind of crazy, you know, you're potentially looking at doing September 2021 reservations in June of 2020. Like, what, what park do you want to visit on September 1st? Oh, geez, I don't even know what the park hours are going to be that day. I don't know if there's going to be a, a not-so-scary Halloween party that day. Is that the day I want to go to the Magic Kingdom? You know, I, I think that it's Disney doing the best with what they have. This system worked, uh, you know, this is what they were using um, kind of for Galaxy's Edge, but that was just for one land. That's not for a whole park, uh, a whole resort, multiple parks. So I, I think there's a lot of unknowns. Um, I think it's very tough to plan either your own trip or a trip for your guests to plan out, you know, 11 months, 13 months in advance when you don't know the park hours. So it's, it's, it's very tough to get that into the system. And then if you do find out that, you know, hey, that September 1st date, I've got out in the system, all of a sudden you find out that that's going to be a not so scary Halloween party night and you want to maybe go to Epcot that night. Are you going to have the flexibility to be able to flip your, your park pass for that day? Or once you pick Magic Kingdom, if there's no more availability based on these crowd constraints that we're going through now you know that's it you're tied into that i don't know it, it, it's 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 going to be interesting as it always is whenever a new system uh is released at disney i think one of the 
one of the flaws that you can see pretty quickly is tickets. If you don't have tickets, you can't make these reservations. So I have clients, I have a lot of military clients. They don't buy their tickets until right before they're going to make their fast passes normally because, you know, I mean, it's a money saving thing for one thing. They just, you know, who's going to, you don't know what you're doing. And especially with military families, their lives can kind of, as you know, Tony, growing up in one, they can move around a lot and have a lot going on. So. So these military clients, they don't have tickets. None of my military clients have tickets. And on top of that, annual pass holders. Like I'm I'm in a weird situation. My pass is expired in July. So Disney very kindly moved my passes to November. That's when they expire now. Well, I have a trip planned for late November, and then I have one planned for late December. Because I can't renew my annual pass right now, because it's too early, I can't. I can't make any park passes or, you know, park admissions. So I I can't do anything with those reservations. And that's really frustrating because, you know, I called, I was on the phone for literally hours today. And you guys know, I am always the biggest cheerleader with Disney. Today was my day to get frustrated. Um, I There was nothing anyone could do. Their system won't let me buy a new annual pass. So no no park admission for me. Um, I'll be honest, I canceled the reservations. I'm like, something can come up, that'd be great, but I'm not planning on going to Disney for Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. So don't you think that under this system, you'd almost be better off just buying tickets based on your visits instead of going with the annual pass? And I know it's more expensive, um, you know, and I know sometimes you go down on a whim. Yeah. I think the problem here is that You know, you're an annual pass holder uh, or, you know, will be for a couple of more months and annual pass holders who live in close proximity go a lot more than, you know, might have more than three trips planned. Uh, And that's not even a trip. That's just a park pass. So you might not even necessarily be staying on property. You know, if you live in Tampa and, you know, you go to Disney every weekend, that's eight days in a month. You know, if you go every Saturday and Sunday and drive there, you're close enough to drive. But the new system will only allow you to reserve three days in advance. Once you get past those initial three days, you know, I have a feeling that in the short term, everything's going to book up. You know, because capacity is going to be so small, uh, at least to start off with. And people want to get in the parks. And I have a feeling that by... You know, by Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to be seeing a lot of red days of unavailability on the calendar. Oh God! You know, so one depressing. of my I know one of my concerns is that, you know, I have clients who are a family um, traveling under three different reservation numbers. So now, if they if I go and I make a reservation for if I do this through the online reservation system, I'm probably not guaranteed that all three reservations will get park entry to the same park that day. For, for those who will be going who did not use a travel agent and are doing this on your own, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you were smart, you booked through Main Street and More Travel, um, where Chris, you know, can hook you up with the right agent for your needs. And uh, if you are doing this for yourself, uh, you know, it is one additional step. You, you link your admission to your Disney account through My Disney Experience, just like you normally would. Uh, you create your reservation party, 
Uh, step three is the new step that will involve you going to the Disney Park Pass system. Uh, and once you get there, you select a date, you will view a calendar and choose one of the available dates for your visit. Once you choose the date, you pick a theme park. Park hours will be displayed for your convenience. And then according to the documentation, you select a time. Um, and it says this is the time that you can visit the theme park. So, you know, uh, in, you know, in full disclosure here and, you know, transparency, um, we don't know yet if they are limiting time blocks for people. Uh, the, once again, you know, the presentation we saw, we were under the impression that, you know, this is your day in whatever park you choose. Um, kind of like the old, you can, you know, single day ticket, you can enter and leave as many times as you want. You just can't park hop. Uh, so that is, that is the new step of how to get the park reservations. Um, and unlike, unlike dining reservations, you know, they are advocating that when you buy your tickets, then you reserve your, your park pass. So if you buy a ticket, you immediately want to get on that calendar. You don't want to buy yeah. a ticket in October and wait until March for your July trip. You know, you want to buy your ticket, you know, reserve your package, get your ticket, get your park pass. That's what they told us too. They were like, you know, make, and I think they said that probably 10 times during a 90 minute presentation, make sure your client buys their ticket right away. Don't wait. You know, they should check first. They should check the availability calendar, make sure it's available, book the trip and then, you know, pick their parks. Um, and to get back to the annual pass thing that you said, you're making a really, really good point because if somebody, there's always going to be a, a bit of time, like a time lag, like for annual pass holders. And the only way around it, frankly, I would tell, I would tell anyone who's an annual pass holder to book a, a package with tickets and then take those tickets off as soon as you renew your pass. Because I could have, I wouldn't have had any problems at all. I could have booked my room as a package, added the tickets and used the tickets to book the room. And then as soon as I had, um, you know, as soon as I was able to renew that pass, then I could take the tickets off. And they're going to have a lot of that because people will figure that out very quickly. So you're making a really good point. Now, I don't know how that's going to work for people who are local who aren't staying on property. There's another, that's a whole different thing. So. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a brave new world. It is. It is. I mean, I think all of us, like when we found this out on a Friday, we're all dreading talking to our clients. And I've been talking to people all day long on Father's Day, which is okay. But, you know, everybody has taken it very well. But I will tell you on a personal level, probably 90% of the people I've talked to have decided to, you know, cancel. Right. So it's not been real good. Um, you know, we'll get through it. We will get through it. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard. I think Bridget just popped up. Hey, Bridget. Hey, what's up? Tony's telling everyone how the new system works. Do you have any thoughts on it? Uh, my concerns are the IT portion of it, honestly, and how that's going to go. If it's if it's going to crash, if the system's going to crash, and, and then you know we have to deal with these park reservations um, all at 7 a.m. for 20 yeah. for all of 2020. Everybody. I mean, you know what I think will probably happen is, and you know by the time you know, we put this out, it will have already passed. But I think what's probably going to happen is, um, you know, there'll be some glitches, but I think it'll be fine. 
eventually. Um, the thing Tony pointed out about, you know, there's a lot of red potentially where people just can't visit these parks. Personally, I would rather pick a park that I want to go to than three rides per day in one park. That's less like that's less stressful to me. Picking one park, like yeah, sure. I'll yeah, I, I agree. Today. I'll do that. Yep. Yeah, it's not a problem. Rather than picking three parks that I'm like, oh, do we want to do this? And then what if we don't get? Well, and then what happens if we if something happens and kids don't want to like everyone gets tired or someone gets sick or? But I feel like picking just a park is much easier than picking these fast passes. <laughs> that's just yeah. my feeling on that. Yeah, I, I think that's true. That was kind of one thing that I was looking for. I thought, oh, well, that's not such a bad idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, un- unless, of course, you have to do this, and then you're going to go in and have to do your three fast passes later. That's crazy. So, well, right. I guess ultimately we don't know. It's, as Tony said, it's, it's a new world. It's yeah. not going to last forever. There's not going to be that many people there. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be different. And I think, you know, I, again, I think there's a lot of pixie dust in going in 2020. If you're not, you know, um, too concerned about, you know, character meet and greets and stuff like that. But I also think there are good reasons to move. And I, I really hate to say that, but it's true. So, yeah, I think if you're a first timer, it's, yeah, I agree. I, you want yeah. full experience. Right. Um, however, the cavalcade thing sounds really cool to me. I'll be honest. I think that they're trying to make the best of a bad situation. And I think they're doing a good job of it, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So First timers, I wouldn't do it. But I'm still keeping yeah. my November reservation. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Let's move on to our next topic tonight. Um, I'm going to send this over to Adam because this is kind of hopeful. It's about hotels. Yeah. So Monday, the 22nd, Disney has some hotels opening, which are most of the DVC hotels and the campground. And then starting in July 10th, they're going to open up some more hotels. So July 10th, the Jumbo House Villas are going to open, not the regular cash rooms but the villas pop century and contemporary opening up the 10th july 29th is caribbean beach then august 12th is polynesian and art of animation august 24th the yacht and beach club now this is interesting september 21st grand floridian october 1st the boardwalk and then october 14th coronado so coronado as of now is the last one to open and that's because the NBA is supposed to be finishing up by the 13th of October. And uh, the other thing I thought was weird was there was a post that Storm Along Bay won't be open when Beach Club is open. And uh, they're but they're going to let Beach Club and I guess the Yacht Club people go to the boardwalk pool, the um, the Luna pool, right with the with the with the uh, a clown slide and that boardwalk resort won't be open until October 1st. Although I guess there will be DVC people there, but it'd be less people than normal. Right. So they're going to be going to a pretty empty pool over there at boardwalk, which is just odd. And then, uh, so right now there's the resorts that don't have any dates, all-star resorts, both French court and Riverside, 
the non-DVC Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge. And they have no dates about when they're going to open. So right now, those hotels will be closed. Isn't... Wasn't there a rumor that some of the basketball players were staying at Jumbo House? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was part right? of it. But now, yeah, but now it's they're going to be a Grand Floridian yacht and Coronado. They just said that yacht is going to open, so we're going to have regular reservations and basketball. Players? Well, okay, but those dates—that's not opening. That's when you can book it, right? Does that necessarily mean that's also the opening day? Those are the opening dates, and the other thing you have to remember about the NBA is. Once they get into their playoff oh, format, okay. teams will be eliminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they're opening up the Yacht and Beach Club on August 24th, the NBA season is only expected to last until the end of September. So by August 24th, the 22 teams that are there right now will probably be down to only you know eight teams, if that many. I haven't seen what the seedings or the schedule, uh, the brackets are. Um, but usually these playoff games, uh, considering there's no travel... Uh, They're usually a best of five or a best of seven format. So they'll be going through a playoff round, uh, you know, in about a week or a little over a week. Do you know what I have an objection objection to just in general is my resorts being overrun by seven foot tall, gigantic, sweaty men. I have a problem with that. They won't be sweaty in the. the Oh, they're going to be sweaty. They're going to be very sweaty. And then they're playing basketball, from what Adam has told me, in the conference areas at Coronado. Like, what is the thing with that? And Adam's like, oh, well, they're just going to put fake floors down. They're still going to be getting, I don't know, it's going to be a mess. I just object to that. What they showed was that they would have practice courts at Mm. Coronado and at Contemporary the the map show near Bay Lake, which would mean the courts would be outside, but there was no way they were putting practice courts outside. So my guess is they're going to set up practice courts inside the convention center, which those rooms are big enough and their ceilings are tall enough. Basketball does not require high ceilings and it does not require a pretty big floor space. They, they have the floors that they use are like puzzle pieces and they kind of just push together. It doesn't really affect much. It's no different than having a convention space and having people walk, you know, all over the floor. Oh, no, it's different. These are humongous people bouncing around with balls. There is no way they're not going to trash the place. And then they're going over. Why would you put a bunch of men at the Grand Floridian? That is like the worst choice. I mean, not to stereotype or anything. I just don't think a bunch of big sweaty men are going to appreciate that place like I would. They have rules where... In their contract, they have to stay in certain quality hotels, which is like five star hotels. So, it, no, it's true. So the I NBA have that has in my to contract too. Uh-huh. I just wrote it. <laughs> exactly. The NBA has to provide the the appropriate accommodations, and I guess that they, they determine that yacht. Grand Floridian, and and they also need rooms with showers that are tall enough for these guys to, to be under. So That's I guess they determine that- they're going to be making a hot mess out of those bathrooms because you've seen the the showers well, in the Grand Floridian; those aren't very high. I mean, oh, that is true. Gonna, How are they going to be like down. bent over? Now they should have put them in those poly DVC because they have those nice big walk-in showers. Or the people who are going to be in the tower, now those people have it made, right? Because those are nice showers too. If I know Adam stayed there, 
or he was supposed to, one or the other. Maybe I it was did. one of Adam's canceled just, trips. Put him over no, I did Saratoga. stay there. The, the, well, they can't. They should DVC hose them down are... outside. Saratoga's DVC. got a lot of room. <laughs> <laughs> they should hose but, them down. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Get off of my property. Get off my lawn. Thing, <laughs> it's just, I... It feels like such a violation. I don't know why. Maybe if you had a bunch of figure skaters there, it'd be great. Totally but basketball violation. players? Yes. <laughs> Maybe the. Maybe the Kardashian sisters will show up. They're always dating basketball players. Oh, right. There's probably one of them's probably like in a relationship with like I don't know. It's not one, Plausible. the big one. What's that? Well, she's been in a relationship with a few. Yes, Chloe. she'll be there. I definitely don't want her in my hotel. Chloe? No. I like Chloe. Chloe was with really like uh, Chloe? Lamar Odom, but they're broke. They're broken yeah, but then up. But she was the one going thing on with another they're one. broke. Yeah. So, so I did hear that they have to they now have to get king size beds for all these guys. So what? they are oh, swapping California they King. Are, they are swapping out mm. from what I understand, I saw it from confirmed sources that they are swapping out king size beds from other resorts and bringing them into the ones that the guys are gonna be staying this at. So there's a possibility that there is a possibility that there will be like Wilderness Lodge beds in the Grand Floridian. It's going to mess up the thematic integrity of all of this. It's, oh my gosh, you know sad. those guys aren't going to be able to sleep at night. They'll be yeah. so stressed out by the fact that, you know, they're sitting there with like a woodland looking bed in a fancy hotel with with a Victorian theme. It's going to keep them up. It'll affect their game. They should have stayed at the Ritz-Carlton. Do you know what's weird? When people need a king-size bed, Kevin and I only had a double bed for years. We have a queen now, but some people have king. I'm like, why do you need a bed that big? Mark's I don't understand. sleep in a double bed still. Really? I just don't have a problem with it. It's like, I'm good. Of course, I'm short. I don't move anyway. when I sleep. That's, you know, if you don't move, it's fine. Nobody moves less than Liza, yep. who is like a dead human. A corpse. I thought she was dead the first time I stayed in a room with her. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I thought, oh, God. A quiet this sleeper. Is totally, this is totally going to ruin my whole trip if I have to take care of a dead body. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just I'm a definitely quiet not going to make my character breakfast. Uh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> no more character <laughs> breakfast now. Nobody dies on Disney property. They would have had to pronounce you dead in the ambulance. You know, <laughs> okay. it wouldn't be a I'm bad sorry. place to die. I can haunt the hallways. Yes, like Moan Myrtle. Yeah. She's in the bathroom. That's awful. I know. I know, right? I don't know. That would be the worst place to be a ghost. Just saying. (laughs) Do you know, I I love voting Myrtle. I feel a certain kinship to her. I really do. voice, though, man. Is she stuck in the bathroom? Because I would be so upset about that. Okay, I just have to say that I read the bio on the actress who played Moaning Myrtle because I'm always trying to get her voice right to annoy my kids. And so I was reading about her and she was like 30-something years old when she played Moaning Dang. Myrtle. It's, it's almost yeah. as, bad really? as, as bad as the guy on 90210 that was like 45, but he was playing a high school kid. <laughs> but he had the deep frown lines. Bless his heart. I know. He away. Harry, God bless his soul. I know. I think the only one who was the normal age was the little blonde one. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we digress. Anyway, yeah, let's digress. basketball. Let's not digress. We don't want people to give us a bad review. <laughs> don't don't even remind people about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> me on the review A. Okay. All right. As you can see, 
the TAs on here, I mean, Adam's fine. Adam's just happy as a clam. Um, but the TAs are really stressed out. And yes. so we're getting a little off topic and we do apologize, but it's been a rough weekend. Crystal's actually going to tell us about something extremely exciting, which are the parades and fireworks. Yes. So some good news has come out of Disney um, this week. So we all shed a little tear when we heard that the there would be uh, no uh, parades and fireworks for the foreseeable future. But in its place, they have released a list of attractions that will be open and that everyone can enjoy. And new on this list is our rather uh, um, character cavalcades. So throughout the day, um, you'll be able to see all the different characters kind of parading down um, down Main Street. There's a Mickey and Friends cavalcade, a princess pr- processional. They call it a processional. A Fantasyland Friends cavalcade, a Goofy cavalcade, and a Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure parade. So that sounds like fun and a good opportunity to get your character fix um, since the meet and greets um, are no longer for right now. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I guess uh, this is a good alternative to the parents of princess lovers. They'll be able to get to see their favorites. The children will get to see their favorites. And Chris, some good news for you. Carousel Yay. of Progress has made the list of attractions that will be open. So yeah, that I, sounds- I specifically asked Walt for that in my prayers <laughs> last night. Thank you, Walt. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Walt. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I really am hard-pressed to find things that, um, at least that I like to enjoy that are closed. Um, most of the things, most of the favorites are on here. You know, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Mine Train, um, Peter Pan, Small World, stuff like that. Even Buzz Lightyear is on here for Magic Kingdom, so that's cool. Well, what's um, not on there? Yeah, so I think most of the stuff, from what I could tell, you know, you have like um, anything that's got like a show. So, you know, you have Indiana Jones, you have Beauty and the Beast, you have. Um, so all the shows are closed. Lion King, but they a lot have, like Mark and I kind of were talking about it and. If you have live performers, it puts them at risk as well. So Nemo's because, closed. right? And there, if there's this whole thing with if there is like like in churches, if people are projecting and they're yeah. singing or true, whatever, true. the aerosol that it just puts everybody at risk. So I think that's why they're yeah. That's well, a, that's, that's next for now. I was I was and I get that, that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's totally I assumed that was going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. Liza, you know what that means. What? You have to stop singing. I know, at least right? for At least for the next 9 to 12 months. I'm going to sing with a mask on. But I guess the, they, they can't wear a mask. Can't wear the yeah. mask on stage. And just to put it out there, I don't think I was clear before. Um, some of There's different cavalcades in different parks. So um, the ones that I named particularly are in the Magic Kingdom. But in Hollywood Studios, let's say... Um, in place of the Frozen sing-along, there is a, well, the uh, the Frozen, actually the Frozen promenade is in Epcot. They're going to have a Frozen promenade in Epcot. Mm. Um, and another princess 
I have like a, an experience with the cavalcade thing because oh. when we were down um, in the villain after hours party, they have a villain cavalcade. It's like a mini parade. It's probably like five to ten minutes long at most. And it's fun. It's cute. And there's not a lot of people that gather to it because it's, I think it sounds like these are a little they, more. Like, they ignore you. you. They kind of ignore you a little bit. They're like, hey, I'll wave yeah, and it's like, going away. Like we would yell to Gaston and try to get his attention and play with like, you know, play along. And he'd be like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. They're different. It's not a parade, but it is. Okay, so it's a parade that doesn't have time for you to loiter around too long. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't like we knew it was on the schedule, but this sounds like they're not going to be scheduled. It's just going to be at random, which I actually kind of like because it's like it was back when I was a kid. You know, it's like being, it's it's like, oh my God, when like 19. I mean, I went, I just don't remember that part of it i guess oh my gosh i just remember them like they just be like walking well disneyland's like that then. disneyland's like that you just you get some every World now and then to be like that pop too. up they yeah. just pop up you never know where they're gonna pop out but they don't yeah. yeah but see in disneyland sometimes they'll hang out and let you sign autographs but i guess now it's gonna be their handlers are gonna be like back off kid they'll probably have like some yeah. sticks with like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a little different, but it sounds like it's going to be similar to what it was back then where, you know, if they have it on the schedule where these characters are going to be standing there waiting for, you know, autographs, whatever, that's, that's where you should be at this time to meet this person. Now it's just going to be at random, almost like a fun surprise, which I feel like is better because I don't know. I just, I just, I I, I, I don't know if it's going to be a surprise. It doesn't, it doesn't say it's going to be at at random, I don't know if that'll if it'll have well, scheduled times. I think they had said something about like you could be flying on like the spaceships in in Tomorrowland and then come out and then you will see Bo- like Buzz White Lightyear walking around and then you could go to um, Adventureland and be walking towards Pirates of the Caribbean and there's Jack Sparrow. So I don't know if they're walking around or they're going to be in a stationed area, but all of a sudden they're going to appear. So I think it's going to be similar to just like a, a, a random surprise mm-hmm. that they're there. That's how I took it. If I'm a mom of, of of princess fans, I would hope that something would be scheduled because I don't want to walk around the park randomly and miss my, my daughter's well, favorite. The cavalcade. Cavalcade. Right. I have a problem with that word. Um, so <laughs> I see in my head the handlers walking next to them, possibly wearing some sort of a outfit or something, twirling and spraying Lysol. like maybe a spandex shiny outfit you know and they're doing their dance to the music it's like back up back up (laughs) (laughs) any of like the big characters like those princesses and the main like fab five seem to be part of those cavalcades because they're the most wanted characters to be seen cavalcade cavalcade yeah oh that word yeah it was, I mean, when we, I mean, when they had the cavalcade at the villains, it was kind of, it was cool. I liked it. That's when I saw that. I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Something different. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, there's some, any other good news that we want to talk about? Feelings, uh, thoughts? Yeah. The, did you guys talk about um, food and wine? Oh, gosh. No. Please talk about food and wine. Oh, my gosh. Come on. 
2019 or how did we forget this one food and wine is no longer a fall festival well and i like that they're actually moving it up because they know like you know things are it's a pandemic they're trying to make the best of a bad situation they're offering (laughs) you know i think that whenever there's a pandemic the cure for it is definitely to put out food (laughs) food and sell people little tiny bites of food just keep drinking <laughs> oh God! Everything I actually threatened my husband. Okay. I was on the phone with Bridget, and I was like, "I, I think I have to break out that bottle of wine." Just and do it. I've several here. We're ready. We're ready. It's fine. No, uh, I think the food and wine is great. So when is it starting? Uh, it is starting. So the first day that Epcot opens. Okay. Oh. Um, and they're going to have twenty global marketplaces. There, so I think that's pretty good. Um, that's revenue, yeah. So the uh, Hawaii hops and barley and islands of the Caribbean will be returning, and they're also going to put in elements of Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. Um, so some of the topiaries that will be there since Flower and Garden kind of got cut short, um, the merchandise will be there, the some of the topiaries will still be there. So it's a little bit of a, a mix and match for your spring people and your fall people but it's nice because your summer people like people that typically travel in the summer like our family we actually get to experience a little bit of everything which is nice um and then your fall people who don't always get to experience flower and garden if they always travel in the fall and that's you know sometimes people get pigeonholed into travel times they get to experience a little bit of food and wine so um i think it's a really nice hybrid of of how they're going to do it and how they're going to just extend a little bit of something fun and something extra because they know I mean they know this isn't normal and they have to you know they're they're trying to be there for their guests and provide something fun and different for them so yeah and and make it work so one of the things that I think is going to be awesome about that Bridget is um the low crowd levels to experience yeah. some something like food and wine with a low crowd level is kind of dreamy. Amazing, yeah, it's amazing because it's getting yeah. the last my so when I was there in March, beginning of March, it was the first weekend, full weekend of um, Flower and Garden. Oh, memories! So crowded on that Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it was crowded. So bad. Um, so I'm I'm gonna love it. On the glass half empty side of that, they're canceling oh. the Eat to the Beat uh, concert series, which is depressing because <laughs> I was really gonna rock out for Air Supply this year. Now, so, what what are Night Ranger and like Nelson going to do this fall? The so, the fair circuit. Oh wait, those are canceled too. Those are all canceled too. They like, are older, most like, of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no Night Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Night Ranger. So, the spinners, I mean, hello. Spinners, I, I, I don't even else, know. So. <laughs> what would Mark do if we lost the spinner? I think there's only one original. Well, that's I'm like the really Pointer really Sisters. Oh, he actually eaten. really likes the spinners. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, so that's gone too. You know what? Who did I say this to earlier? I think, I don't know, someone I was talking to. And I said, you know, because I've literally been on the phone all day, which was a great Father's Day for my husband. 
But I said to someone, you know, you just have to accept it's really not. And this wasn't a client because I probably wouldn't be this blunt. But I said, you just have to accept that things aren't going to be normal for a while. And if you want to go, you go. But otherwise, you just have to experience it for, you know, what it is. So right. I think it's kind of going to be kind of cool because it's going to be different. Yeah. I mean, in a way, if it's not your first time, I feel like it's worth right. it if it's I mean, if you can afford it and you really want to go, it's going to be a good way to have time with your family and get out of your environment that we've all been trapped in. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. They're doing what they can to make it work and to open and and get back to where they need to be and bring people back to the magic. So, yeah. you know, you have to give them props for trying to um, fulfill vacations as much as they can. What, everything is so interconnected to travel. Like you think about the server. Okay, the restaurant's not open at Disney and we're upset about that, but she's not working. And so everything is so connected. So yeah. I think it's important to, you know, remember that when we get frustrated, which we're all frustrated, you know, we're all confused and um, we just got to suck it up basically. So, yeah, there's a lot That's going on. Suck it up. I I think if you're listening to this, you either want to go at some point, you you are going to go, or you're thinking about it, or you're at least a fan of Disney and what's going on. So, and this is your job is to you know help people book their trips. Right. I guess you know in the scheme of life, vacations, you know, right now they're really not important, but to some people they are because it kind of like provides you with an escape. And cause I know like for me, I'm working and nothing's changed for me financially. And I'm very blessed that that's happened and et cetera. Yeah, yeah. But now like I, I got n- no vacations to like look forward to. So it's like, it's kind of like a drag. And I know if I say that to the wrong person, they're going to get mad at me and say, how could you say that? You should, you know, just, be happy and i am happy that i am where i am but now it's like okay like what am i gonna do for the next six months and so i think the purpose of what we're doing here is to sort of give hope to whoever wants to go and thinking about it and to say look it's going to be open in next month and if you're willing to go through all the procedures and follow the rules you're gonna have a good time Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I, that's the kicker is I actually, and that's why I'm still going in July. Um, I do think it's going to be a once in a lifetime experience. I really, really do. It's just going to be different. And, um, I will be more than happy to, I will be telling everyone what I see, you know, I'm absolutely counting down the days too. Okay. Anything else? Ooh, did, oh, wait, do we really want to end it with the Halloween parties? You know what? I say, and we're going to end it with that, and then we're going to make something happy up, okay? We're going to find something out between talking about these Halloween parties, because you know Tony's going to have plenty to say, and we'll add something at the end that's happy. How about that? I have have happy news. (gasps) Oh, good. Okay. Okay. All right. Fabulous. I'll just do it. The Halloween parties are canceled. There you go. Rip that (laughs) band-aid off right there. Just rip it off. You you will be getting a refund. So there's. (laughs) Well, that's good. 
Yes. Yeah, it's not like Disney's like, I'm keeping your money. No, they'll give you money This will give them some time to come up with a better theme song for the fireworks show. Oh, I love that theme song. No, the parade song's great. I'm talking about the fireworks one. All of it. Just because you hate it. Oh, I, yeah. Well, I can't stand that song. Well, you know, the good thing is, is you and I didn't plan a Halloween trip this year and interesting costumes. So. Well, that's true. Um, yeah. We were going to be the Golden Girls. I thought she was going to be Liza Minnelli and I was going to be Ethel Merman. Ooh. Wait, Adam, if you thought they were going to be the Golden Girls, who were you going to be? I was uh, going to be Sophia, Sophia because I'm I'm the only Italian in the group. Yeah. I'm Italian. the only one Come here. On. At least but mentally. she's like. Four foot Tony. five. She's the shortest one. You have to be Dorothy. I have to oh, be Dorothy. Oh, you gotta be Dorothy because you're the tall one, Liza. Yeah. No, Adam's taller. Like, okay. Yeah, but I don't have the sass like Dorothy has. You don't have the sass. You don't I have, have the, the sass. Old... You're Rose. You are totally well. <laughs> if we were really doing Rose, it would be Rose's fault. Let's be honest. May I say that B. Arthur was a bit more manly than Adam was? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, Tony. All I know is I am totally more of a Sophia, let's be honest. I'm very Adam, sarcastic. you can totally um, tell those St. Olaf stories. No problem. Yes. You can do that. You got this. But, um, Olaf. But my family's actually from Sicily. I could have told the Sicily stories. Okay. We got a whole year now. Lady. I actually, do you know how much I love a top handle handbag? They're my favorite. Everybody who knows me well knows I am the queen of a structured top handle handbag. So I should be Sophia because of my (laughs) because of her love for wicker handbags. (laughs) Oh my god, I carried one yesterday, and And I got very sassy. Yeah, that's true. I did get compliments on that bag from several ladies. It's summer. It's wicker time. Okay. Um. All right. So the ah. Halloween movies are canceled. It's very sad. Boo hoo hoo. Are they going to okay. have like a Halloween cavalcade? No. And they're, they're yeah, they're going to throw candy at your kids. Okay. Hmm. I doubt they will. So they uh, might spray them with ba- yeah. Do you think they ordered the candy already, or do you think? they were able to hold off on the order. I don't know, but only you would have thought of that. I j- and I mean that as a compliment, actually. It's a high compliment, Adam. Only Thanks. Adam would have thought of that. <laughs> what are the ca- what, what's going on back in the ba- in the stock room? Investigative journalism at its finest. I'd like to drop Adam in that in that room with all the candy and see how long he lasts. They have Twix. I like a good Twix. Yeah, like it Twix? really depends on the candy, honestly. The Snickers yeah. are the best. The mini Snickers, but you have to eat like seven of them. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. So, what is your happy thing there, Tony? All right. Very happy news. Tomorrow, June 22nd, will not only be the opening day for many DVC properties and the Fort Wilderness uh, campground, but it will also be the public debut of the Tri-Circle D Ranch, which is the horse barn that was just newly built and designed, uh, replacing the old uh, horse barn on the Fort Wilderness campground property. Um, this houses all of the horses f- that are used in the Magic Kingdom. And uh, not only is that the happy news, but they are celebrating the n- birth of a new foal. Um, and her name is Violet, and she was born to Mom Elsa uh, last week. And uh, Mom and Elsa are doing good. So if you get a chance, it is right around the corner. You know what? Just go to Fort Wilderness. They'll, they'll point you in the right direction. 
Yay. Yeah, so that's that's a bit of good news. So that was that was redone because of the Reflections Resort that they were supposed to be building, and then maybe it's not going to happen? Excuse me, we're trying to finish this on good news. Yeah, well, Adam. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so... <laughs> so even if that does or does not happen, they the horses still got their new barn. I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty nice. Wow. Okay. Oh, it but, is. But you did bring up the Reflections Resort not going in, which means a, a million millennials are sad because <laughs> their resort that is specifically going to be pared down and designed to help them relax even more than they're already relaxed. I suspect. Does it have built-in safe places? Like it does spaces. have built-in. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I saw the plans. It does. Talk about your feelings. It has a place for your participation <laughs> trophies in the room. Oh, everybody <laughs> gets a participation trophy. I believe there's also a crying room and <laughs> therapy dogs. Everybody gets a support animal. There's the feeling stick. You go outside and you stand next to the feeling stick and you tell the stick what your feelings are. How about I whack you with the stick after you tell me about your feelings? How about that? That's what we do here you know, in Louisiana. It, millennials do think their feelings are important. And Liza and I quite frequently talk about how um, life is not about being satisfied and happy. It's about getting through it and trying not to die. I just but want everybody. That. Yeah, I want everybody to be as miserable as I am. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, Adam. What's wrong with you? Yeah, Adam. Tell us about. Adam has tried to tell me about his feelings before, and he'd been like, "Zip it, zip it, Adam." <laughs> so anyway, okay. Well, that's sad. I feel bad. So now we're back down again, right? Or though maybe it's up because we're making fun of millennials, which I personally enjoy. <laughs> so, oh wait, Crystal just laughed. Sorry, Crystal. She's one too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a millennial. I'm not. Are you not? Oh, well, you look fresh. I, she's like on the cusp. She's on the cusp. I missed it, Liza. I missed it. I'm not a millennial. Okay. All right. It's really a state Sorry. of mind. It is a state of mind. All right. All right. Let's go ahead. If no one has anything else to say or any bad jokes left, we I don't want to throw that out there because Liza will jump on it. Let's go ahead and turn this over to Tony and he can close out the show. Thanks, Chris. I'd like to remind all of our listeners that, as always, this podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris connect you with the right agent for your travel needs. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on The Mouse and More. And on behalf of Chris, Liza, Bridget, Crystal, and Adam, who is the Robin to my Batman, this is Tony, and we are The Mouse and More Podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.